Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. up your Eid. This Eid season, Electroland Ghana Limited is giving you discounts on a wide range of products. Talk of NASCO, Media, TCO or Samsung, fridges, air conditioners, television sets, microwaves, washing... Take me on that Lexus tour when I'm going home. It's right, I'm on This is Nana Window. Listen to Personality Profiles with Lessons Bill. Get inspired, get nourished, and grow to be the best that you want to be. Personality Profile and 99.7 FM. I love it. Hi, this is Mr. Simons. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexus Bell. This is the program that inspires you and brings you very close to your role models. I'm Vera Kwakofi, current affairs editor of BBC Africa. Keep listening to Lexus Bill on Personality Profile on Joy 99.7 FM. You could just be able to hear the best piece of advice that sets you on the course to success. This is lawyer Philip Addison. Every Thursday night, 7 p.m., listen to Personality Profile on Joy FM, where top personalities meet. It will motivate you, to inspire you, to send you to greater heights. Hi, this is Nadia Antano, Miss Ghana 2013. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexis Bill every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Joy FM and be inspired. Hi, my name is James Ebo White, or everyone calls me Uncle Ebo White. You know, what you'll be five years from now depends on only two things, the books you read and the people you meet. On Personality Profile, you meet the kind of people you meet, you need to meet to make your transition to your greatness. You want a program that would help you, inspire you, motivate you. Why bother to turn to other channels? Just stay here on Personality Profile and you get all the inspiration you need. Yeah, you can be the greatest. You can be the best. You can be the king, calm, banging on your chest. You can beat the world. You can beat the war. 
Talk the guy, go banging on his door. You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock. Yeah. You can move a mountain, you can break rocks. You can be a master, don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you can find yourself. Straight through hell with a smile You could be the hero, you could get the gold Breaking all the records they thought never could be broke Yeah, do it for your people, do it for your pride And you're never gonna know if you ever even try Do it for your country, do it for your name Cause there gonna be a day when you're could be sitting in the Hall of Fame and the world would know your name. Good evening, Ghana, and welcome to Personality Profile here on Joy 99.7 FM. I'm Lexus Bill, and you know I always look forward to Thursday evening. So we get to sit with amazing people who are doing so much for Ghana and the world. Yeah, welcome. Now sit back, relax. Uh, this conversation is live on Facebook. You can actually go and check out the video and share the video and let everybody know that Personality Profile is airborne. Well, this evening, I spent time with uh, a very great brother and an even better politician yeah he's an hr practitioner and a certified balanced scorecard based planning and strategy professional who has worked hard as a business professional and also made very positive inroads as a politician he has represented the people of the half not north constituency in the ashanti region as member of parliament for two terms Having assumed parliamentary duties from 7 January in 2017, thereabouts, he's actually the vice chairman of the local government committee of parliament, a member of the poverty reduction strategy committee, and also a member of the privileges committee. He has in the past served as the acting managing acting manager of organization development and management systems at the VRA. 
He holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in history and a Master of Business Administration in Marketing as well. He's a proud family man. And today we get to share his life journey here on Personality Profile and probably pick a thing or two from what he has experienced in life. He's a proud son of Warikambo in the Garu Timpani district. Yes, in the Upper East region of Ghana. Honorable Suleiman Adamu Sanid is my guest on Personality Profile today. Welcome, brother. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Let so us. good to see you. Probably good to see you, too. Oh, man. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yes, yes. long overdue. Really, this is long overdue. <laughs> I think the last time I saw you, yeah. you gave me some very special blue tea, <laughs> yes. which I still yes. miss. Yes, yes, <laughs> from my garden. Yes, from, from your garden. garden. Yes, fresh water. I know you're a lover of plants and all, eh? Yes, plants and flowers. Really? Where did you get that love from? Uh, from my wife. Oh, from your wife? Yes. My wife ah. is a lover of plants. I see. Uh, lover of plants. She, she, she can't do without it. Wow. Every day she's just looking out for opportunity to uh, bring in fresh uh, plants, something new yeah. to add to our collection. Wow. Because yes. you've got a very beautiful garden with different, you know, plants. And I, 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 you know, I actually looked up the name of the blue flower, but I've forgotten what it's called. But anyway, I would, I would, <laughs> I'll make that and come for more. Definitely look out for it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Anyway, but how are you doing, though? Oh, my brother, we are doing very well. Uh, God has been kind to us. Right. And uh, we, we've, we've gone through uh, turbulence, and I, I believe that uh, we are gradually mm. uh, getting out of the, the woos. And uh, very soon, I'm sure, um, everything will take shape, and then... Uh, uh, we'll be doing well. When you say turbulence, are you referring to the country as a whole? Or? Yes, I'm referring to the country and uh, as politicians mm. who, who are driving uh, the seat. We are driving the, the, the vehicle. Mm. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you are confident that we'll get out of you? Oh, I'm very confident. I'm very, I'm very confident. Under this administration? Yes, I'm very, very confident. Or under the next one? No, under this administration. You think so? I think What makes so. you so positive? Um, yes, looking at what we've put in place... Uh, what has been discussed and uh, the assurance that we are getting from mm. uh, the drivers of the economy. Yeah, uh, We, at a level, yes, uh, we, we are parliamentarians, so uh, we get the information from the Ministry of uh, uh, Finance yeah. and then what they tell us is, is very positive and we okay. think that uh, we should be able to sit through with the IMF uh, injection and other uh, initiatives that are coming on board, yeah. I believe that uh, we should be able to. But you do agree that a lot of people are feeling the heat in town? Oh, no, no. They feel the, the heat, everybody. I mean, we, we ourselves are also feeling oh, it. Oh, you're feeling it? Yes. It doesn't because, look like it. Too. No, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look at the other things. But uh, we are, we are, we are like really, yeah, we are really, really feeling it. Uh, uh, we, have, we have our constituents. They yeah. call us every time. Mm. When the heat is on, they pass it on to us. Okay. Yeah, they pass it on to us. Uh, so... We, we are not insulated at all. Okay. We are also okay. in there. That's good to know. Um, we'll get to talk a lot more about work, the country and all. Yeah, yeah. But I know you've been through life <coughs> over five decades. Yeah. You've seen it all. Yeah. You've been through good times and, of course, bad times, hard yeah. times sure. and all. Let's go through the journey. And then probably we can also pick a thing or two from you. Yes, I've yes. personally, you know, picked so many lessons from you, you know, and all. And we thought that, look, it's good to share yeah. Uh, all these lessons, but exactly. I, I know you, you hail from the Garutipani district. Yes, exactly. is, is that where you were born? No, I was born in Tepa. In Tepa, yes, in the uh, Afwanu North constituency. Okay. okay. Uh, my dad actually uh, migrated from uh, 
uh, Upper East, Boko precisely, mm. settled in Tepa somewhere in the 1960 or 61. And uh, that's where he raised all of us. I see. Four boys. Why? Well, what took him to Tepa? I, I'm sure it was uh, purely uh, economic, uh, for economic reasons. Mm. He migrated there in search of job. Okay. Uh, when he get there, he got there. He uh, did a lot of farming, and then he also worked with the district assembly uh, as a, a, a storekeeper. Mm. And he was there for a long time, and so he gave all gave birth to all of us there. Oh, I see. Mm. I Four see. boys and then uh, two girls. Oh, nice. Yeah. And how was it like growing up? Was it a uh, growing up? Yes, well, I grew up in Tepazongo. A typical of a Zongo boy. We okay. did all the Zongo things that you can think of. I can't think of. Yeah, that. running around, <laughs> playing ball every day. Okay, you know. right. <laughs> you know, you know, typically of uh, Nordness, uh, the Northern young boy is not subjected to certain chores at home. Mm. For instance, yes, uh, we 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 don't pound fufu. We don't. Uh, 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 go on errands to sell things and all that. No, ours was more of a typical. Typically, you go to the farm, do some work in the farm, and then when you come home, you relax, and then you just uh, time for meals, and then you eat. We the, don't actually the, the go the to the kitchen. Yeah, we you. don't actually go to the kitchen at all. I see. Uh, but that is changing now. But back in the days, we were not subjected to that at all. I remember the first time I actually. Had a pistol to pound fufu was when I was around 19 or so. Oh, wow. But uh, the, my Akan counterparts were doing it at 8, 12, <laughs> yeah, 11. We, we start. started early. Yes. <laughs> we, we started. But ours was completely different. So mm -hmm. we had a lot of time uh, to play around, do a lot of uh, activities that boys uh, are noted for. Yeah. So growing up, I think it was fun. Tepa was then not too big a place. So we could walk all the way from the Zongo all the way to the uh, Romacalic area to mm. go and play football, come home around six in the night. Uh, it, it was pretty good time. What do, what do you think about that arrangement or that treatment that boys got around the era? Uh, I remember when I got, I came to Accra with my big brother. Uh, cooking became a big problem for us mm. because uh, I didn't even know how to cook. So I think it was something. Um, that along the line, people have realized it. So now they are actually bringing their young boys to, to learn these basic things okay. of life. And two, um, it gave us too much room to, 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 to run around. To misbehave. Uh, to misbehave. And, and, and I don't think it was so positive. So um, now as we speak, I think that, that trend is also changing. Yeah. It's really changing. And it also feeds into the narrative back in the day that the woman's place is the kitchen oh yes 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 and, and the boy's place is just yeah. attending school and all of and that and all of that yeah but that, it's not changing you think it's changing yeah it's changing now. it's changing okay it's changing there, there, there's one beautiful thing about this country that sometimes i sit back and i say we've done so much but we don't celebrate it imagine uh uh traveling all the way from upper east crossing about three regions and coming to settle in ashanti region uh, the people receiving you warmly, mm -hmm. uh, extend all the courtesies that you can think of uh, with the blessings of the land and all that. You enjoy the fruits of the land. And then uh, you give birth, your children are given all the privileges that you can think of. We are able to make it grow, go through education. Yeah. And then the good people turn around and say, oh, okay, this is a good person. Uh, he's not really from this area, but we want to 
uh, we want to vote for him to represent us in parliament with, with, with a, a good margin. So it tells you that um, as a country, uh, we, we tolerate uh, one another. Mm. And it's a very positive thing. Yeah. I always tell people that uh, it's, it's not by accident and it's, it's not by any design, but a sheer coincidence or conspiracy between economics, uh, um, uh, social reasons, and then and, and, and other factors mm -hmm. uh, coming together to compel us to uh, travel across the length and breadth of the country and decide to settle somewhere. Yeah. And then uh, you settle, the people accept you, and then they give you all the opportunities to grow. So I think it's a Ghanaian dream. Yeah that we are living but uh, we don't see it we don't we don't appreciate, we don't appreciate it, it at all because there are so many people who have traveled to places where they had no idea what was going to happen to them mm. but they go there the people accept them and then they've made life so meaningful for themselves in those places so i think it's a very positive thing that we should always celebrate you know i'm listening to you talk about it so passionately and i get the feeling that probably before standing for member of parliament for the area you, you thought that would be an issue? Yes. Um, I, I, you know, I grew up in the midst of uh, different tribes, uh, people with different orientation and background. And um, I related very well with them. So, um, but I was worried about whether this uh, 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 fellow feeling that we have, that we share, mm -hmm. uh, will, be, will be translated into votes. Okay. Because you see, people when when it comes to political uh, voting decisions, uh, people people sometimes use certain factors to decide, and you wouldn't uh, really understand. Mm. Sometimes it's very very um, something you cannot actually understand, but yeah. that is the reason that they want to use and in, in taking their decisions. Uh, but I was very positive that yes, I've really nurtured the constituency. Uh, I had I had worked within the party, yeah, and then uh, I had, had done a lot of things that I knew the party people knew. And I knew that um, I could also leverage on my father's influence. Uh, my father was a Kusasi chief uh, for the district, and he had a lot of people trooping to his house. You have people coming from the north. That, his place was the uh, first uh, 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 port of call okay. when, when they, they get to the constituency. People just walk in. They don't even know anybody, any place. They walk in. They are, they are, they are coming to seek uh, greener pastures. Mm. So they walk in. They come. They stay with us uh, for a number of days. Then they find their level and then they leave. Oh, I see. So we had a lot of people coming through. And I knew I could leverage on that. Yeah. So as I started my journey going to the villages and then the various communities to canvas for those, Anywhere I go, they mention my name, then people begin to say, ah, this name, is that the Sanid that we know? Is that your, your dad? And it did magic for me, wow. really. And yeah. so I always say that uh, the good works of our parents mm -hmm. will always live for us to really enjoy. Awesome. Yes. Now, since your dad was a Kusasi chief yeah. in that uh, area, yeah. uh, it, it, it meant that you were quite well-to-do. Oh, yes, uh, in a Zongo, Tepazongo, Tepeka Zongo standard, I think we were okay. <laughs> we were doing fairly well. Okay. I see. <laughs> we were doing fairly there well. There was not much of a, a challenge with, with growing up with schooling. Oh, schooling, yes. Um, you, know, you know, 
uh, Kwame, one thing about me from childhood, I had been very, I've always been very independent. Mm. I take decisions for myself and, and, and then I live with the consequences. Um, I remember this, this, this story uh, people don't really know. I went to Boku Science School for uh, one term mm -hmm. and it was very funny. My dad was insisting that I should go attend Boku Secondary School. One, to socialize with my, uh, my countrymen, as we say, or my tribesmen. Mm -hmm. And then also to also master the language, the Kosa language, and also to also understand uh, the culture very well, because in Tepa, in the Zongo, they were, were mixed up. We had a lot of different tribes, so he wanted me to have that focus, and I, I went there reluctantly. And then I I did one term. At the end of the term, I said, "Oh, this place is not the place I want to be." Mm. And my big brother was then. Uh, also in the same school, he was then in the sixth form. So what I did was that I decided that this break, during the vacation that we were coming, I said this vacation will be my last. <laughs> time these people back. will see me, I, come, I will come back. <laughs> so what I did was that, uh, back in the days, they used to organize buses for those of us from Kumasi and Accra. So there was a bus for us to come to Kumasi. So I had my, my trunk and then my chop box. I remove all my things, put them in uh, what you call. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. and give them to my friends. So when we got onto the bus, then I collected all of it and then assembled them into my bag. Huh? So my big brother was thinking that, oh, he has his chop box and his trunk here. So when school uh, resumes, he'll be back. Wow. Okay. I, I went to Topa and I told my dad that I'm not going back. <laughs> so up to date, my trunk and my chop box, I didn't go you back didn't for them. Go back for them. No, no, no. I left we them. need to go look for them. I left them there. <laughs> because I I, the, 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 when, when I got there, you mm -hmm. know, young man, with, with uh, staying in Ashanti region, the weather was good. Here's a case, I've gone there, I went there in October and the, water wa the weather was so cold <laughs> and it was biting. In the evening, you can't step out. Mm. In the morning, you can't touch water. You have to wait sometimes around 12 midday before you can take your bath for the sun to be up and then to get the water at the school pond a bit warm mm -hmm. before you can you can take your bath. So I look at all these things. I don't know. No, I can't stay here. <laughs> I go back to my luxury in, uh, in Tampa. So I rush back. And what did your father think about it? No, he was not happy. He, he said, "No, no, no, no." Then you are on your own. I said, "Okay, don't, don't mind. Don't mind. Then never mind. I will, I will manage myself." Are you serious? And then along the line, he couldn't just take it. So he had to go and then arrange for me to attend Tampa Senior High. So that's why I did my secondary school. So where did that? you know, strict independence come from? I don't know where it came from, but it's, it's, it has always been with me. 
I once I decide that this is what I want to do, I go at it. Uh, and and I've always gotten it right. Would you call it a, a rebellion attitude? I, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. But um, um, to put it mildly, uh, I would say um, I try to be my, myself. I, I don't I don't want somebody to direct what I should do. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. once I realize that something is not good for me, yes, mm. I take the decision and then I go with it. Is that more like your dad or your mom? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Uh, the two of them, I didn't see anything of that in them. I see. I didn't see anything of that in them. <laughs> now I'm wondering where you really got that from. <laughs> if there was one lesson you learned from your dad, what would it be? Oh, my dad, extremely humble person. Extremely, extremely. I've never seen such a person before. My dad is such a person, and everything that you 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 tell him. He kind of accepts it. Mm. And he says, oh, if the person is telling me the truth, he's telling me the lies, just allow time to bring it out. Mm. And so he was just easygoing person. Yeah. He doesn't hold bridge, uh, grudges. He's very easygoing person. And he's one person I really admire. And I pick a lot of lessons from him. He will tell you, don't fight. No need to argue. Let it go. Mm. let it go let it go and it's always been with me so i have easy life I see. Uh, that, that that is why i have a lot of friends they run around me because i don't hold uh, grudges wow what about your mom how is she like my mom a typical disciplinarian my dad never touched any of us oh okay. he never touches anybody but my mom will really discipline you wow. she was very strict even at my age my mom would still call me and want to order me around. <laughs> she would call me and tell me, A, B, C, D, I want you to do this and don't you to do that. I tell her, oh, Mom, yes, Mom, I've heard you. That's all. Then it settles everything. <laughs> it settles everything. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. So at that age, when we were much younger, what was your childhood? What was your ambition? What really did you want to be? Um, uh, there was a time, Joy Amedome. I don't know where you heard that name before. Sounds familiar. Yeah, he was he was a commissioner during a champions regime. Mm. He was a naval officer. There was a time he visited Tepa, and I happened to be around my dad at the assembly. And my dad managed to pull me forward to have a handshake with him. Mm. So after shaking his hand, I told my dad that the man's hand, this his palm, his palm was so soft. And my dad was like, yes, if you learn hard and work hard, your palm will be like that and you'll be a big man. you also be a politician like him. And you won't believe it. It really shaped me. So, Amedome, the day that he was killed, I wept that day. I wept that day. Very handsome man. I, I remember everything mm. from that day. And so I, I'm sure it's actually influenced uh, my decision to go into politics. So all along, whilst in Legon, I tilted towards the MPP uh, uh, organization on Legon campus. Okay. And I had a political, uh, uh, a powerful political animal in my room, and the Apia Kobe was my roommate. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and, he, and he was my roommate. And Rebel leader. No, he's not. Adi <laughs> uh, Adi was my roommate, and, and and so we started the activism from there. Okay. And then uh, we had a couple of friends who were also coming to the room, and then 
we're always uh, uh, talking politics and all mm. that. So, um, I believe the introduction uh, that I had from my dad yeah. uh, meeting uh, Amedomi, actually also, possibly, I don't know, uh, somehow influenced me. And your, your dad w didn't have a problem with you getting into politics? No, 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 no. In fact, uh, I, I don't know whether he was really waiting for that day. I, I won elections in December 2016, came to parliament in 2017. And that time he was bedridden, he wasn't that strong. And I remember we telling him that, oh, I've, I've made it, I'm, I'm now in parliament. And he, he was just shaking his head and nodding and nodding and nodding. Just December 31st, 2017, then he gave up the ghost. Wow. Yes. Just midday, December 31st, 2017. 2016? 2017. Oh, 2017. Yes, he waited for a whole year. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah, after a year. After a year. He waited for a whole year. Wow. So my mom was like, oh, your dad was possibly waiting to see you yeah. do one full year. Then he's certain that you are okay. Then he decides to go. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's that's a very interesting story. Yes. I'm sure he, he left a happy man. Oh, yes. I believe so. I believe yeah. so. I believe so. He, I he see. But before you actually even got into politics, you did some corporate work as well. Oh, yes. As a VRA. Yes. Professional. VRA, VRA, yes. How was that experience as well? Ah, VRA. Beautiful place to work. Beautiful people. Um, I completed Legon in 97. 98 did my service with the history department. And, uh, On the University of Ghana? Yeah, University of Ghana, yes. As a TA. And then uh, along the line, I was doing some work for an Indian company called Healthcare to promote their uh, products in Ghana. Mm -hmm. Infusion, giving set, and then... Uh, water for injection and those things. Then, so I was combining that with my national service. Okay. Then, immediately we finished the service, I had opportunity of uh, joining VRA in July 2019, uh, 2099. 2000, uh, 1999, 1999, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, I rose through the ranks. Initially, I started as a uh, administrator. Okay. Then, uh, I was administrator for VRA's uh, telecom company called Votacom. Mm. I, I was there for about two years. Then it was uh, uh, somehow added to G, uh, Votacom, uh, Vot, 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 uh, GT. That is uh, Ghana Telecom. Ghana Telecom. Yeah. Which, which was later on bought by Vodafone. Vodafone, yes. So they, they packaged it as uh, something that uh, Vodafone took away. And then I moved to HR. And then uh, I then... I started my career as a HR person. Okay. Um, the highest point was when I was made to handle VRA employee performance management system. Okay. Uh, I was really the anchor person uh, championing what we call the balance scorecard employee performance management. Yeah. So I was uh, the anchor person training the staff on how to set targets yeah. and then uh, coordinating everything and then putting their performance uh, appraisers together and coming out with ratings and then for them and then uh, on that basis 
uh, other decisions, other management decisions were taken. Mm. Yeah, so that, that 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 was the highest point in my career with VRA. Was that a transformational part uh, for the organization? Because maybe there was a, an older system. Yeah, there was an older system before the yes, balance before the card balance, and yes. all of that. The older system didn't have anything like a target setting. It was the yeah. general appraisals where they they talk about uh, volu- uh, what do you call it uh, attitude to work and the quality of work and all those things. Yeah. But this one actually introduced uh, what uh, proper targets. KPIs. Yes, KPIs and then a criteria for measuring the mm-hmm. KPIs and all that. So it actually changed the way we we're doing business right. in, in VRA. And it, it actually transformed the organization. And it has been, it's still being implemented. VRA is still uh, pursuing that. What was your experience with change management? Especially uh, with, with, with that with that. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a, an, an easy thing because there were a lot of people who uh, didn't accept the, 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 the new initiative because they, mm. they thought it was cumbersome and some also thought that uh, the number of requirements because we, we, they were required to submit uh, reports to us every quarter mm-hmm. and it was something that they were not ready for mm. and then um, there was an element of a assessment what we call the 360 degree assessment mm. where the employee has to do his own assessment of himself and then his subordinates if the person so has will also do assessment on their superior, on their superior. Okay. and then the person's peers those okay. who are on the person lateral peers mm. were also expected to do the same and then uh, the supervisor that's the lateral the, the vertical superior also does assessment of the person and they were supposed to do this so the form has to move the person has to do and forward it to hr for us to coordinate and then evaluate and they were not ready it was a very big thing because (laughs) yeah because they they ask you do for this person this person should do for that person this person (laughs) should do but so it it was not something they were ready for but somewhere along the line we got a, a greater uh, majority yeah. of the people going along with us. Yeah, I, f- I find change management very interesting. Yes. That's why I actually yes, asked exactly. about it mm. since you have had that experience yeah. uh, in, in the corporate setup. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of people, it's it's not easy yeah, it's not how, easy. To, I- how to implement a exactly. change exactly. in an organization. Yeah. What would you say is a key thing to do for anybody or any business professional who has probably a new innovation or a new system that they want to implement in an organization? I think the anchor person is key. Whoever is anchoring the program is key because you need somebody uh, that people can really trust and respect. Mm. And I think that was what was going for me. Okay. And my boss then, uh, Mr. Cranton uh, of uh, Blessed Memory, very fantastic man to work with. And it, it made it easy because people readily accepted us. Mm. Even though they may have their own reservations, but they'll tell you that, okay, what you are saying, we will try and do it. Yeah. So uh, the personality and then the approach by the anchor person is very key. If, if you get somebody who is not able to manage people, his yeah. people's skills is somehow weak, yeah. it becomes a big problem. And so the, the person must have that kind of, a, 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 what do you call it, a, orientation, mm-hmm. how to manage people well, and also be somebody who also listens to people. Mm. Because they may have all their issues, but you need to listen to them. Where you think you can make adjustments, sometimes even personalized adjustments, 
For some individuals, you do that for them. Okay. Because there were cases where we had to even go sit down with some people and help them to do their uh, targets. Yeah. But you need to do that. Because you realize that the person, if you leave it to the person, who do it? Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, if the person loses out to, the person will blame the system. So you have to help the person to come along with the system. And so it's very key that you, your person anchoring it. Is, is actually yeah. on top of it. This is a whole HR masterclass you just delivered. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like it. Thank you so much. This this is really good. If you're just joining us, this is Personality Profile here on Joy 99.7 FM and I'm spending time with the Member of Parliament for Ahafo North, North uh, Honorable Suleiman Sanid. Now you can send us your messages on WhatsApp 055 If you have any comments or questions, uh, they're totally welcome. Our conversation is also live on Facebook. Uh, the live video is there. You can actually join in and, and listen in. If you're probably driving home and you're worried that when you get out of the car, you can't listen, you can actually go watch it on your phone yeah. and follow the conversation. But I, I, I'm, I'm glad that you shared that bit with us about uh, change management and all of that. What's the biggest lesson that the whole corporate life taught you? Uh, what it taught me was um, we, 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 we have a very the, the corporate constructs if, if you look at the way the infrastructure and the, uh, what do you call it uh, uh, the structures within the corporate world is sometimes you, you you need to be very very tactful in the way you manage people within the system mm. uh, there are cases where if you are too outspoken it can land you into troubles okay uh, but you have to maintain your integrity and you have to maintain your principles mm. but so doing, you need to also be very careful how you handle yourself within the entire system. Mm. Just like I said, sometimes you can be so outspoken and it can it can it can backfire. So you need you need to be very tactful. Mm. And for me, if you want to work in a, a corporate environment and succeed, uh, tactfulness is very important. Okay. And then uh, you need to also be very measured in your conversations mm. in your conversations because it's not everything that you have to talk to people about everything you know it's not everything that you have to so you need to be measured when it comes to conversations i prefer that you you spend more time if it has to do with social things fine but corporate issues issues to deal with your bosses issues to deal with your subordinates be very slow in sharing those things with anybody. Okay. Try to keep them to yourself. Mm. Because you, you get to see a lot of things that are, you are not supposed to share with anybody. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I, I, I really picked from the corporate world. So even in politics, sometimes I don't talk much. And so if you go to my constituent, they'll tell you, when, when you call me, you hardly get me speaking at length with you. Because I, I, I just decided I would listen more. Okay. So I listen more and then I pick and I tell you, okay, I've heard you. Yeah. I will, I will see what I can do. But to exchange and then go deep into certain matters, no, I don't do that. I see. I see. That's, that's quite a, 
a very good value actually yeah. it saves you from a lot of drama a lot of drama and trouble yes yeah. yes yes I see so you were having a very good life at vra i mean a great profession you were making inroads why did you decide that okay let me now well, try politics try politics <laughs> um just as i said um uh, the political thing was in me uh, i had my friend andy who were comparing those he attempted he battled the uh, kwajoban redu and lost and uh, we picked lessons from that one so 2012 my constituency mpp had then lost We've lost the seat. We had then lost the seat to NDC, because you say. And uh, I told myself, this is a, a rescue mission for me. Mm. That, you know, at all costs, we have to get the seat back. Because even though my place is uh, a marginal seat, but MPP is relatively stronger. Mm. But uh, uh, if, if you have a candidate who is not up to the tax, he can easily lose the seat. Lose the seat. So after the NDC uh, candidate won, I decided that I have to start working to unseat him and get the seat back. So I started visiting the constituency more, uh, touching base with the stakeholders, those who matter, the influencers. And then uh, along the line, yes, people were then converging around my 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 uh, candidature and then what kind of work were you doing what were you telling them oh i was mine was just simple uh we need to rescue the seats this is a gentleman who is very strong in the villages and then the uh, what do you call them a migrant uh, community and the migrant population i'm also a migrant so let's migrant two migrants <laughs> battle it out <laughs> and then we see who is who and Somehow, somehow, that message resonated very well with the delegates. And so out of six aspirants, they selected me. And then uh, I decided to change the way we did our politics at that level. Mm. Where mostly in the previous campaigns, you'll find our people, our candidates, going into a community, they go, they literally talk to the people. They don't really engage. It's more of a talking to the people. They go, they sit, they, they, they mount a platform and talk and they move. Mm -hmm. I decided to adopt more of a, a town hall engagement where I go, we sit down. I go to the, the, the chief's palace. We, the chief's palace, we, we sit down, we go with drinks, do the, normal, the traditional uh, courtesies. After the courtesies, we sit down. The entire community will then come in. We have... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Chairs for people to sit and feel comfortable. Mm. Then uh, my entourage will talk to them. 
and then we'll allow them to also talk to us, ask questions, share ideas, and then uh, we take notes. And after that, we, we then leave, move to the next community. So they really appreciated that. Mm -hmm. And I did this devoid of political party T-shirts, music slogans. No, because this is a, a marginal constituency. So I needed the NDC voters to come along to vote for me. Okay. So if you go there with T-shirts, how do you expect them to feel comfortable joining your meeting? Yeah. So we do away with T-shirts. We do okay. away with songs, MPP songs. Because the, the, the focus is how to get the votes. Yeah. It's not about the, the, uh, the, the, the sound and that goes with it. So most of the communities, people started coming out to listen to us. Mm. They started coming out to listen. Because wherever we go, they realize that, no, these people coming here, they are not even coming to do typical campaign, campaign where yeah. they will come with their t-shirts and then they are doing things that will infuriate you. When you go there, they will say things that will infuriate you. So mm. people were coming out and it went very, very well. And so at the end of the day, we, I was able to win with a margin of over 4,000. That had never happened in the constituency before. Yeah, I think you, you yes. won about 51% yes. of because MPP, of the votes. MPP here that too had been winning. The highest that we had won then, then was, I think, 2,800 votes difference mm. between the MPP candidate and then NDC. Yeah. Yeah. So with the 4,000, it was very massive. Even yeah. though, yes, there was a wind of change in Ghana, but I think... The style that I adopted for the campaign also actually yeah. influenced the figures. Yeah, it had an impact on the figures. And what made you win? That that was it? Just bringing them together, or you have a you had a certain developmental message you shared with them? Oh, my my message was more of um, I, I I tried to distance myself from this business of promising them I'll do your roles, uh, I will give you this, I'll give you that because uh, I knew that uh, as an MP. You have your you have constraints you have your limitations so i wanted to stay clear of those things but mine was more of a certain basic thing that i was identifying for instance water water is within the means of an mp drilling boreholes mm -hmm. yes it's within your your means i mean your common fund can afford that you can drill about four or five boreholes and that settles about four or five communities uh, so that was my focus. And mm. then I left the big, big things as something that I would lobby for. Okay. Uh -huh. And normally, I was very clear in my mind because normally when they say something, when the, 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 the community tells you, we want this, these are our challenges, and you don't manage the message, they will misconstrue it to mean that you have promised them. Okay. Because we came, you came here, we told you that these are our problems, and you said you will do it. So I always have to stress on that point that what you told me, yes, I'll take it on board. Uh, I'll do the best that I can to get it so, uh, resolved. But it is not going to be easy. Yeah. So I'm not promising, but I'll do the best that I can yeah. to, to get a resolution for it. So they, 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 they came to understand that that was my message and I was being real and honest with them. Yeah. Because I was not mincing words where some people would tell you, oh, once you said it, oh, I'll do it. No, I was not doing that. What, what are the challenges of being a parliamentarian? The, the challenges, especially when you are with the ruling 
government or the ruling party is is how far you can go with sharing information with your people for instance um you have challenges which you have a road construction that is ongoing uh, payments are not going through the contractor is not receiving payments the, the the project is being delayed how do you communicate this to the constituents without exposing your government it becomes a bigger challenge mm -hmm. so you need to manage that information so end of the day sometimes the mps uh, bear the blunt the, they carry the burden yeah. of these things because once it's not happening the project is stalled it's abandoned the constituents know only the MP. They don't know anybody. Yeah. So they, 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 they pounce on you, they insult you, they attack you, that you are not doing well. I see. But meanwhile, the problem is somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And how do you communicate that? <laughs> how do you go and tell them that, oh, it's this, it's from this quarter that the payment is not coming? Yeah. It becomes a big problem. So the MPs, we, we take a lot of passion to somehow, somehow cushion yeah. the government. Is it worth your while? Uh, or has it been worth your while? Oh, I think so. Um, one, for me being in politics, I've come into contact with fantastic people that I don't know if I would have had opportunity of meeting them. Uh, there are great men of this country that I've come into contact with. Sitting in my VRA, I'm not sure I would have met them. Mm. Or even if I've met, I would have met them, it would have been through somebody. But here's the case, I have access to such people and I can walk to them, have a chat with them and then uh, share whatever I want to share with them. Mm. So I, I see that as something that is very good. And number two, uh, it gives you opportunity to also uh, air your views on certain matters. Even though if you are not even, if it's not even factored into the decision making, uh, you know that, yes, I also contributed to this uh, decision-making process. So for me, I, I think being in politics is, 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 is worth it. It's worth all the hassle that we go through. Mm. It's worth the hassle that we go through. The, the only thing that I, I've realized that as politicians you need to manage is your home. It's, okay. it's, 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 it's something that we, if you are not careful, you end up uh, trading it off. For your you political mean? career. What I mean is that, you see, uh, our job sometimes takes us away from home. And if you are not very careful and you don't have a very strong partner to handle the home for you, mm. you may finish your term and then your case would have gone somewhere else. They don't even know you again. They don't even know you. And they, they, they will be doing something else that you don't even like, but it would have been too late. Mm -hmm. So I think that... When we are in politics, you have to really, really manage. It's a thin line. It's a balance. Yeah. You need to balance it. Else, the committee trips will take you away from home for a long time. And then by the time you come back, your home is in disarray. This is the part we give thumbs up to you on, isn't it? <laughs> I think I'm doing well. <laughs> I agree. I'm doing well. I'm trying my best. Yeah. It's not been easy at all. Yeah. Having two boys... Managing two boys, growing boys, yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing. You need you need to really manage it. You need to manage it. Nice, good stuff. You're in your second term now. Yes. Is there a bigger plan? 
Ah, bigger plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, for now, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. I, I want to see what will happen. Yeah. With, with the, the, the primaries that are coming up. When we finish the presidential, we finish the, uh, the parliamentary. I'm sure my, my future will be very clear. Is it part of your ambitions as well to probably lead the party? Oh, for now, no, no, no. I don't, I don't have that kind of ambition at all. Why not? Um, one, I think you, you need some platforms to uh, prosecute that kind of agenda. One, you see, MPP is a very big party with a lot of fantastic personalities. So you, you need to have certain platform and then you leverage on it and then you can then launch yourself. Mm. For now, I don't think I've gotten the, the, the platform to leverage on it and do that. But would you pursue that? But if it, the opportunity comes, you pursue if the opportunity that. comes, yes. I see. Yes. I mean, uh, His Excellency Nanada Dankar will be done with his term and yeah. there'll be a new leader. Hopefully, your yes. party will still be in power. I believe so. Who do you think will make a better leader? Uh, I, 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 will, I will say this any day, any time. Dr. Baumia will be a very good leader for Ghana. You think so? Yes, I believe Why? so. Uh, I've, 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 I've dealt with him closely. Um, there are a couple of ideas that he has, which I believe will transform Ghana. Um, being number two is different from being number one. And I believe, so even though he gave the, run, the, the, the candidates then, Nana Adodankwa, uh, Adequate support, but I think it was not good enough. Mm. Then 2012, he was then coming into his elements. Mm. Then 2016, he had then really, really matured into a good wine as a politician. And that was when he really decided to take on certain responsibilities that nobody had taken on. Right. Doing lectures. And getting the academia to discuss him, to discuss a running mate. This is something that was not done. I mean, running mates come and nobody even remember anything about them. But here's somebody who had taken the whole country, giving lectures, and then the ruling government trying to respond. Mm. And so you see that he actually changed the, the, the dynamics of our politics. And for me, it was a very positive thing. And then he actually capped it with a very good performance in the northern part of Ghana where he actually took charge mm. of the parliamentary campaigns there and delivered. If you take the traditional northern region, the traditional northern region that he actually worked in, now broken into three regions, Savannah and Northeast and the northern. As we speak now, if you put all the seats there together, MPP is currently holding 16, and NDC is holding 15. And you think it's because of the work of Yes, Dr. because of the work that he actually took upon himself to do there. There's also that school of thought that, I mean, he has been vice president, uh, led the economic management committee and all of that, and still we are still in some distress. Yeah. If you give him the chance to be at the helm, then uh, it will go down south. That's what I said, you see. I said he's number two. He's number two. He's not number one. Okay. Once you are number two, uh, you can you can come up with all kinds of suggestions. You can come up with all kinds of ideas. Okay. But if 
the other members within the team are able to convince the decision maker to say that let's go this way. You just have to accept it and respect it. Okay. But okay. if you are number one, sometimes you can you can veto everything and yeah. say that this is the direction I want to go. So the point is clear that you support Dr. Baumia. I support him, yes, 100%. Okay. Rate the NPP's performance so far. Yeah. Out of 10. Yes. If you had to rate out of 10, yeah. what would you give the NPP? Currently, I will rate, I will rate our performance as 6.5. 6.5? Yes. I'm being, I'm being very honest. Okay. First okay. term, we did very well. Second term, with the turbulence that we, we had to navigate our way out. Mm. I, I believe 6.5 is, is fair. Do you think you'll be able to break the 8? Sure. Okay. Good stuff. I like that. Yeah, I mean, you speak with so much confidence, and I like <laughs> I like it. We'll be wrapping up very shortly, and I want you to leave out the biggest lesson life has taught you, and if you had to advise anybody with it, what would it be? Um, life lesson. Be patient. Mm. Patience is everything. Um, <clears throat> I've, I've come to realize that if you're patient, as I said to say, with patience, you can even dissect the tiniest of animals. That's the ant. Mm -hmm. You can even dissect it. Because um, there are times that you just have to be patient and events will settle themselves mm -hmm. without you even touching anything. So I, I believe in that, and that is something that has really ca carried me far. I've, I've been very patient. I don't rush into taking decisions. I allow, allow matters to settle, and then allow time to actually help me in taking a decision. So I think patience is, 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 is everything. Awesome, awesome. That's a very key lesson that you yeah. shared with us, and I'm so grateful that you've shared this. Where I've, I've totally enjoyed this. Unfortunately, we're out of time now. I mean, the one hour just came by so fast. So fast. I'm even surprised. <laughs> I'm even surprised. But we have to wrap it up now. So sure. let me say thank you so much for spending time with us. And God bless you. And, of course, the family as well. Uh, may God continue to strengthen you to keep doing what you're doing for Ghana, for your constituents, and for the family as well. Thanks so much, Joy FM. Lexus the bill. Yes, sir. Kwame himself. <laughs> yes. You have, you have, you have the, the, the warm regards from uh, your, my beautiful wife, and yes. then your boys. Yeah. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes. Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.